The world has gone insane. Cosplayers rule the conventions. Gamers dominate the tabletop and the internet. Sci-fi subjugates the movies. And fantasy rules the bookstore with an iron fist. Only one group can bring order to this unruly mob. A team of uber geeks, masters of the nerdly arts, trained for decades in the hobby shops and basements of the nation. Mobilized by the secret masters, they are the Department of Nerdly Affairs. Hello, operatives, and welcome to the Department of Nerdly Affairs. I'm your host, Rob Patterson, here with my co-host, Don Chisholm. Oh, man, what day is it? Uh, Smatter Day. Oh, okay. That's what I thought. Thanks. <laughs> no problem. And tonight, we're going to be talking about Taiwanese comic books. And to delve into this fascinating subject, we've enlisted an expert, Julia Chen, who's going to help us today. Julia is an electronic music artist, a freelance writer, and translator from Taipei. Welcome to the show, Julia. Yeah, hello. Thanks for having me. No, thanks for coming on. <laughs> Julia recently wrote an article for uh, the News Lens, which is an Asian online news magazine called Tales of Taiwan's <clears throat> Comic Artists, Persecution, Isolation, and Endless Talent. And after reading this article, I knew that I had to have her on the show to talk about the depth and incredible variety of Taiwanese comic books. But before we do that, why don't we talk a little bit about you, Julia? How did you first get interested in Taiwanese comic books? Did you grow up reading them? Well, we had uh, some comic books uh, lying around in the house. Um, it was kind of strange because uh, all the Taiwanese comic books that I read were my parents'. And when I uh, went to school here in Taiwan, uh, other kids were reading uh, Japanese manga, and there, there were like virtually no Taiwanese comics. So it was strange. And uh, mm. the reason that uh, I wrote this article was because uh, it was an assignment that uh, my editor, uh, David Green, gave me. He told me to uh, cover a, a comic festival in Taipei. And... Mm. Uh, so uh, I went and, uh, um, how to say, it wasn't that impressive. And when I uh, uh, scored the internet because I wanted some uh, background information, I also realized that um, there weren't a lot of uh, uh, English uh, information about Taiwanese comics. So I decided uh, not to cover on the comic festival itself, but to write a a more comprehensive uh, article on the uh, Taiwanese comics and uh, especially its history. So uh, maybe I could uh, link it under Wikipedia for anyone interested. Right. Yeah, yeah. That's a great idea. <laughs> now, as you said, when you were growing up, there were Taiwanese comic books around the house. Mm -hmm. um, did you actually read them yourself or were you more interested in the Japanese stuff when you were young also? Hmm. I was also interested in the Japanese stuff, but I mean, there's no re no real conflict of interest because uh, I was young and I liked it. I liked comic books. <laughs> um, can I ask roughly what age you are, just so our audience knows what time period we're talking about? Oh, I'm thirty. Yeah, I was born in 1987. That was the time when, you know, the martial law period in Taiwan was uh, officially uh, 
ended. Right. Mm. Actually, mm. I should probably bring our audience up to speed on that um, mm-hmm. very quickly, just to give a quick background for our audience. Um, in Taiwan, um, mm-hmm. after the end of World War II, there was a uh, civil war going on in China. And uh, between two groups of uh, the Communist Party of China and a group called the KMT. And after World War II, the Communist Party won, as anyone who knows about China would know. But the KMT fled and they fled to Taiwan. The leadership of the KMT, uh, led by a man named uh, Chiang Kai-shek, flew, uh, went to Taiwan with, a, with what was left of their army, took over Taiwan, declared it the only real China. And then proceeded to declare martial law and uh, turn the island into a fortified camp. And uh, they inflicted strict martial law on the local population and kept them under control until the 1980s, when um, democracy uh, was finally restored in Taiwan. So for a good part of Taiwan's history during the 20th century, it was under martial law. And this will become relevant to our discussion because... Producing comic books under a martial law state and producing comic books under a democracy are a little bit different from each other. Mm-hmm. Sorry, I just wanted to make sure that our listeners were um, up to speed on things because, of course, mm-hmm. that's going to be relevant during to our discussion. Yes, <laughs> definitely. <laughs> definitely. Okay, so, um, Don, did you have something you want to say before we went on? Uh, no, not just yet. Um, one of the things I think... Uh, and it's hard to explain in a, in a podcast without visuals. I don't think people here, like uh, here in North America, we're pretty familiar with uh, Japanese comics because uh-huh. that was a big thing starting in the 90s. Yeah. And, and I don't think people realize that, say, uh, Japan, Taiwan, China, uh, Hong Kong, they all have their own comics and they're actually very different from each other. Mm-hmm. And I'm, I'm I'm just hoping while we're we're getting into the discussion, people keep that in mind that the that when we talk about uh, Taiwanese comics, they're not like Japanese comics. Well, actually, uh, no, I I wouldn't make that distinction because I mean, Hong Kong comics they are quite they have their own distinct style, but Taiwan is mm-hmm. uh, a a little bit in the mix. Like uh, they're mm-hmm. also like. Uh, a lot of uh, Taiwanese comics that uh, stylistically are very similar to uh, Japanese uh, comics, especially since uh, our market here, like ninety uh, percent, is uh, saturated by uh, Japanese manga, and everybody grew up reading Japanese manga. Right. Yeah, yeah. But if you, mm-hmm. if you go back to the to the sixties, though, there was, um, and you you probably know better than me, but the. The ones I've seen from the '60s from Taiwan, mm-hmm. they have they they don't look they don't look like the the, the Japanese tend to do things that are a little more abstract. Mm-hmm. And I've seen um, a lot of older Taiwanese ones mm-hmm. before before the uh, before the crackdown. They were either very like like cartoony and comicy, mm-hmm. or they had this style that North America would refer to as magazine style. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That the art was, it was very detailed. Mm-hmm. It was very, very solid. And it tended more towards, if if not exactly mm-hmm. realism, something that felt more like realism than, say, uh, uh, Japanese comics, especially from, like, that era back in the 60s and that. Well, it depends, I think. For example, uh, I yeah. feel like, uh, like Japanese comic uh, during the 60s, the style is also quite uh, different from what manga is right now. So yeah. I feel like I think it's just the uh, the the age, <laughs> the age difference. Okay. 
But before the KMT t- took over Taiwan, uh, Taiwan was uh, ruled by Japan. And right. like the, actually, the first comic in uh, Taiwan was uh, produced by a Japanese. Huh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, but like that, that comic was the uh, uh, it was by this uh, Japanese artist called uh, Kuni Kunishima Suiba, and like uh, he drew one comic every year uh, during uh, about Taiwan. What happened in Taiwan during the Japanese colonial era? Like he drew it on silk. And mm-hmm. it was dated from eighteen seventy five to nineteen forty five, so that's like fifty comics. Wow! Yeah, he's drawing them on silk. Now, how long were these comics? Uh, how to say it's it was kind of like uh, the political cartoons that you see on newspaper. Uh-huh. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because it was like uh, what happened in Taiwan during that time. Okay. And it's huh. kind of like a integrative. Uh, he kind of integrated like a. Everything into like a one scenery. Okay, so it's a single panel comic. Yeah, yeah, it's a single panel comic. Ah, interesting. Huh. Okay, well, that's that's a great lead in to start uh, starting to talk about the actual history of Taiwanese comic books. Then, uh-huh. all right. So, so the original comic books. I probably should have gone back a little farther and mentioned that that uh-huh. um, Japan ruled Taiwan for almost fifty years. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that, and so as an end result, there's definitely a lot of Japanese influence on Taiwanese culture. Uh-huh. But again, only pre-World War II. All right, so why don't you start us off? So where would where would be the best place to start with Taiwanese comic books then, Julia? You mean the history of Taiwanese comic yes, books? Yes, yeah, history of Taiwanese comics. Uh, yeah. For, so like I, I mentioned, uh, Kunishi Masuiba was the, the, the first guy who uh, made, started to make uh, comics in Taiwan. And... After that, uh, there were some uh, people who uh, got inspired by this uh, medium. So there was this guy from uh, Jilong, the city Kilong, mm-hmm. and he was uh, he studied in America and uh, was inspired by the Puck magazine and the culture around it. And so he also, he's like the first uh, Taiwanese guy who drew uh, Taiwanese comics. And like uh, his comics were about uh, the daily lives and uh, mm-hmm. of, of course there's a lot of uh, social satire as a Taiwanese I don't really understand it because uh, uh, there's a lot of uh, Japanese in it because mm-hmm. uh, people from Taiwan back in the day uh, wrote in Japanese like the dialect was uh, they spoke to each other in uh, hak- uh, not Hakka but Hoklo uh, mm-hmm. Ming Nan uh, we would say Taiwanese, the Taiwanese language. Right. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. But like in the written script, uh, uh, it, it was in Japanese. So after mm-hmm. the KMT took over, uh, they banned Japanese. So like mm-hmm. there was no Japanese book and people were not allowed to write in Japanese. So uh, a lot of people became illiterate because everybody's Chinese. Mandarin Chinese was actually not that good. And uh, they also, because uh, as I mentioned before, like the the original uh, comics that uh, came up in Taiwan were uh, political satires that were uh, targeted towards adults. But after the KMT came in 1945, of course, these uh, political satire cartoons were also banned. So, like, uh, comics at that time, uh, 
you, you could only write uh, children's comics. Uh, the the banning of uh, Japanese uh, paradoxically uh, was also beneficial to the uh, comic industry because mm. now that you cannot read like real books written with words, uh, there's like a, a lot of uh, need for um, image and words. So comics mm. comics became like a um, how to say a very popular medium. And uh, back okay. in the time, uh, as long as uh, you had a few uh, bookshelves and uh, a few benches, and you could uh, start a comic rental business, so like people could uh, borrow comics uh, for a very cheap price. So that allowed them to really spread, uh, and um, so suddenly they were everywhere. You were there were comic rental shops. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, oh. were they selling even back then? Were they selling? Uh, Japanese comic books as well, like because I know when comics were flourishing in Japan at that point too. Probably, probably not at first, since as I said, like the KMT banned these books, but there was definitely a black market for it. Huh. Mm. There was always like a parallel black market, even like uh, under uh, authoritarian restrictions. No, that that makes sense. Taiwan has yeah. always had. Um, Alternative markets. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyways, so because of this, uh, that period from nineteen fifty-five to nineteen sixty-four uh, was a golden decade for Taiwanese comics. And uh, during this time, uh, there was like a wuxia comics that uh, drew mm. upon uh, Chinese folklore, and mm. uh, there were also this guy Liu Xingqing who drew. Who de depicted upon uh, urban and rural gaps because uh, Taiwan was industrializing at that point. So right. yeah, and also there was also um, what was another another type of comic that was uh, allowed to flourish was uh, spy comics, like uh, anti-communist uh -huh. comics. So uh -huh. okay. that was always there. But then there was this uh, comic code in nineteen sixty six that. Uh, because uh, the KMT thought that uh, comics were corrupting the children's mind. Because like during the forties, uh, there was a, a news in which uh, some children they were inspired by the wuxia comics. So they they traveled deep into the mountains to find this uh, martial art master, and mm -hmm. kind of uh, disappeared. And so. I think that was only like a pretense uh, to uh, crack down upon this uh, very uh, popular medium. Mm, yeah. yeah. But uh, during the comic code, uh, uh, how to say, when you wanted to publish something, you have to, if it's like uh, has like over 20% uh, comic content in it, then you'll have to send it to uh, uh, the government and then you'll have to go through a lot of uh, inspections and because the bureaucracy took so long, and also you had to pay a very high amount of fee for them to process this, so a lot of uh, comic magazines uh, kind of uh, folded, and a lot of uh, comic artists uh, uh, had to look for other jobs, or some of them went to Hong Kong. But like uh, during the eighties, in the near near the end of the KMT rule. There were some newspapers that uh, opened columns for uh, Taiwanese comics, and there were like a lot of uh, competitions 
going on.、Yeah. So that was also like a, a brief renaissance during the eighties. Now, during the eighties, would those have been、uh, color comic books, or would they still be black and white at that point? Well, since it's on the newspapers, so mostly、uh, it's、uh, yeah. black and white. Some of them, so these, some of them became books, and、right. some of these were colored. For example, Zheng、uh, Wen, who who just、uh, died last year, he he made a、uh, comics that drew upon the、uh, Chinese、uh, history, and、uh, most of his comic books were、uh, in color. Yeah. Okay, and but generally, comic books at this point were mostly being published, or comics were mostly published in newspapers for the most part, and maybe some magazines. Yeah, there was a magazine, but I think it folded very quickly. But like there, there was also book forms. Now, could they publish directly as books? Was there a market if they wanted to, like, literally do a whole book as comic form and then sell it in bookstores? Was there a market for that? Yeah, there was a market. Yeah, especially because、uh, in Taiwan, the、uh, copyright law wasn't、uh, rectified until nineteen ninety two. Ah ha. Yeah, because、uh, Taiwan wanted to、uh, join the WTO. Right. <clears throat> so right.、Uh, before nineteen ninety two, it wasn't technically、uh, illegal to、uh, print Japanese manga. You could sell、uh, pirated Japanese manga in Taiwan, and、uh, no, no one will arrest you. That also killed、um, the Taiwanese、uh, comic industry. The,、mm. Yeah, the domestic market because、uh, it's so cheap to just print、uh, Japanese manga.、Uh, you don't even have to pay the author; you just have to print it. So you could buy、uh, a magazine that is like full of the cream of the crop、uh, Japanese manga for only like thirty NT. So that's kind of like、uh, one dollar. Mm, and、wow. it's like it's a super thick magazine, and it comes out every week. Nobody can compete with that. Right? Yeah.、Mm. Yeah, that was. I, I'd、yeah. seen a few references too that、um, mm-hmm. in the eighties, when the restrictions were were lifted,、mm-hmm. the page rates for the、uh, the Taiwanese cartoonists had dropped, so people didn't want to get into it because they weren't making very much, as especially as compared to the、uh, the golden age. Yeah! 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 Because at least in the golden age, there was like a, a strict uh, co- uh, market control. Mm, okay. uh, you you didn't have freedom, but at least、uh, you didn't have that much、uh, competitors either. <laughs>、mm. Yeah. All right. So that was the nineteen eighties. So what happened in the nineteen nineties then? Was there a big change as、uh, democracy came in and as、um, intellectual property rights suddenly started to become an issue? Hmm. Actually, not really. So, like a lot of、uh, the comic artists that、uh, came into prominence during the eighties, they left for、uh, China because、mm-hmm. uh, China at that time uh, uh, was still kind of、uh, the comic industry was、uh, still kind of、uh, budding, and、uh, mm-hmm. because in Taiwan, eighties in Taiwan at that time the. Comic industry wasn't good, but、uh, at least there was something. So,、uh, mm-hmm. and because of the, we all speak、uh, Mandarin Chinese, so a lot of the comic artists in Taiwan went to develop their career in、uh, China, where there were less competition.、Uh, also, like the the 
the publishing houses that、uh, pirated、uh, Japanese manga, they became、uh, legal distributors.、Mm. Yeah, so they had they had to sign contracts with Japan, and、uh, but and maybe the 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 prices of the manga had to、uh, go up. But uh, basically, uh, uh, the Japanese、uh, manga is、uh, still uh, dominates the、uh, Taiwanese、uh, comic readership. Right. Okay. And probably in the 1990s, then Shonen Jump, which is the top-selling Japanese comic magazine, would have moved into Taiwan as well, and, and that would have influenced things. Although I do know、mm-hmm. that when Shonen Jump came in,、mm-hmm. they did try to include some local Taiwanese content in their magazine. Yes, yes, they did. Like、uh, I remember, there's this、uh, guy called、uh, Zhou Xianzong, and he made a comic called、uh, Origami Fighters.、Mm-hmm. Uh, Uh, it was kind of like a targeted for、um, young boys. It was a shonen manga, and、mm-hmm. uh, they they would make robots out of、uh, origami. Oh, okay. Yeah,、That's、and、cool. like uh, at the、uh, the end of、uh, each comic, there would be a step by step instructions on how to make these、uh, robots、uh, with、oh. paper. It was quite educational.、Oh. Oh, well, yeah, that's good to have some educational com-、uh, content in a、uh, comic book. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Huh? You know, it's interesting. You mentioned just to jump back in time for a moment that in 1966 you said that they began、uh, crack down on comics that they had developed your, their comics code because if、mm-hmm. I remember right, it was only 1963 that、mm-hmm. the Americans had their own comics code. Oh, did they? And, and so.、Yeah. I I wonder if、mm-hmm. that if that's what、uh, if the Taiwanese government was taking a cue from the American government at that point.、Mm, could be, <laughs> could be. What, what do you think, Don? I don't know because the、um, the comics code that we had in North America,、mm-hmm. it it was a lot of it was content oriented. It was like the bad guy could never win. Ah,、um, yeah.、Mm. Yeah, you couldn't show like zombies or or vampires or supernatural monsters or that,、mm-hmm. and a lot of it, the idea seems to have been specifically to、uh, to ding、um, EC Comics, which was the the biggest company at the time.、Mm-hmm. But but I looked up some of the、uh, the Taiwanese limits, and a lot、mm-hmm. of them were strange because it's stuff like、um, mm-hmm. the dictate line weight. Yeah, 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 yeah. Line weight. Yeah, and. And the directions that you could draw lines, and the background couldn't interact with the foreground or anything. It was、mm-hmm. they're really strange. Well, that's like、uh, the formalistic, because like there's there's also content wise there there was also、um, certain restrictions. For example, uh, uh, the bad guys couldn't be a bad scientist because、mm, science、yeah. is always good. So.、Mm-hmm. Bad guys cannot use science, and like you cannot have、uh, weapons that are、uh, beyond this age. So like, there's no lasers, and there's no talking robots. And for example, Mickey Mouse shouldn't.、Uh, Mickey Mouse couldn't be published in Taiwan because animals、uh, don't talk. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And actually,、wow. actually,、uh, for the formalistic aspect, I think、uh, the the. The Polish also had、uh, their own comic code, 
and also had、mm. like、uh, uh, restrictions on lines and whatever.、Mm-hmm. Really? Yeah,、hmm. yeah, yeah. I, I, I don't know much about Eastern European comics, but we'll have to look that up sometime. Mm, mm. Hmm. Yeah, there, there were po- Poland was one of the weird ones because again,、um, post-war they they were kind of in the situation that they were sort of in the middle. Yeah.、Mm-hmm. So you still had some of the Western and some of like the Eastern European ideas conflicting. Because、mm-hmm. yeah, there there were other countries had、um, had restrictions, some more than others, and some were、mm-hmm. stranger than others. Ah, there should there should be a a paper about the、um, comic codes around the world of <laughs> comparing like a comparative、uh, paper、It、should be really interesting. Yeah, there, there's someone's PhD project right、yeah. there. Some one, listener, get on it. <laughs> um, actually, I was just also look, looking things up. Um,、mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. most of the it looks like most of the Japanese comics. In the 1970s and 80s, were pub- in Taiwan, were published by Tong Li Publishing. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. it's、uh, still around. And it says it says according to the entry here, for 15 years, Tong Li was the largest producer of pirated comics, redoing more than a thousand titles in all. Yeah, yeah,、and、totally. For part of that time, 50 a month with just nine employees. <laughs>、uh, they work hard, man. <laughs> <laughs> They work very hard, apparently. Also, like、uh, there's a very how to say a, there was a kind of a very interesting、uh, phenomena about the pirated comics、uh, back、mm-hmm. then. For example,、uh, the most popular comic、uh, Japanese manga in Taiwan back then was、uh, Doraemon.、Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. And like、uh, Doraemon was so popular that uh, uh, there were a lot of uh, competing. Uh, Publishers、uh, printing, and uh, so uh,、mm-hmm. because there was not enough Doraemon to go around, so、oh. uh, sometimes uh, in in like in a huge、uh, stack of Doraemon, you would find、uh, several chapters that were drawn weirdly,、mm-hmm. and、uh, usually th- that's when they hire、uh, a Taiwanese、uh, illustrator to kind of、uh, mimic the the style、mm-hmm. of Doraemon. And、uh, oh. we say, add water to it. <laughs> <laughs> okay, they, as we call that filler. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they, they they were they were there as filler, so they're just adding extra fake fake Doraemon stories just to make them the book longer and to、uh, pad、yeah. pad it out or add filler. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, like some of them were just、uh, copying other panels and then just、uh, compiling it to a strange.、Uh, New pages, but there were actually like uh, uh, original stories uh, recreated. <laughs> yeah. Really. Yeah.、Oh. So that's a interesting side phenomenon, and sometimes you will see、oh. signatures of these、uh, Taiwanese illustrators、uh, in the edge of the panel. Right. And they、oh. will sign their own name. <laughs> <laughs> interesting.、Yeah. So okay, so there's Tong Li. Are there any other major、uh, Taiwanese comic publishers? Oh, Tong Li, Da Ran, yeah, like, and Jian Duan, I think. But、uh, Jian,、mm-hmm. Jian Duan, yeah.、Mm. But like these are all Japanese manga right publishers.、Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So there、mm-hmm. aren't any publishers that just publish Taiwanese comics. Uh, there's a、uh, in Taiwan. There's this、uh, publishing house called the、uh, Gaia. 
Uh, they 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 pub they mainly publish、uh, Taiwanese comics and、um, mo all of them are、uh, in color.、Hmm. Okay, uh, uh, do and, they release them in magazine format or as books? As books.、Hmm. Yeah, uh, but uh, because uh, Gaia it's a newer publishing house, and because uh, right now the popular format for artists in Taiwan to、uh, Use is the digital comic, digital、oh, okay. comic. So like、uh, like right now, digital comics most of them are、um, in color, and the、mm -hmm. format is kind of different. We call it the strip comics. So you can,、mm -hmm. uh, uh, it's uh, more adapted to the phone, so you can read it on the phone. Right. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So like、uh, even the the panel、uh, arrangement and.、Uh, Are kind of different and a very interesting thing is that the style also kind of、uh, changes with the the panel、um, arrangement.、Um, mm -hmm. How do you say that in French?、Uh, maison scene, like、uh, to change the scenes. Right.、Oh, okay. Yeah, like、uh, there will be some new technique、uh, put into the changing of scenes. Okay. okay. Interesting. Well,、yeah. I know what the Koreans have done with their web comics. I don't know.、Mm -hmm. Have you Have you ever seen a Korean web comic, Julia? Oh yeah, because uh, uh, the Taiwanese artists, uh, most of them、uh, publish on uh, Korean uh, platforms. Oh,、hmm. so that's what's going on. The,、mm -hmm. um, for those who aren't familiar, what Koreans have done with their web comics is they've kind of they've take they don't use comic pages or layouts as we understand them anymore. As as Julia just said, they're designed to be read on a phone. So what they do is they have there's it's kind of like a long white page, and then there's like panels kind of arranged on the white page, but they're not. Always next to each other, and the panel size will change, and sometimes things will be outside the panels, and、mm -hmm. the effect is it, it creates almost、um, it's almost like watching an animated program in some ways. Like it it creates a flow to it that's very different than you would see in a North American or even a Japanese comic book. Like they really、mm -hmm. deconstructed it and built a form that's kind of optimized for for mobile, mobile reading. Yeah, yeah, and. It makes heavy use of white space, and yeah, it's it's very interesting. If anyone has the、yeah. chance, I'll I'll link in the show notes to a、uh, samples of some Korean comic books. You can see what I'm talking about. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm.、Um, but but they, even there, they have different styles or and different approaches. But it's interesting. So the so a lot of Taiwanese artists then are selling their material in Korea now. Yeah, yeah, yeah.、Uh, I mean, like, you can still read it in Chinese because they do the translation. Right. Yeah, yeah, but、um, that's also like how to say the downside of of、uh, Taiwanese、uh, comic industries because、uh, we we have a very weak、uh, digital publishing、uh, platform. Like it's not、right. really developed. So Taiwanese comic artists, like in the past, Taiwanese comic artists when they wanted to、uh, really promote their career, they had to go to Japan. Now they sell their comics to a Korean、uh, platform. <laughs> hmm. Right. Yeah. That, that actually that makes sense though, because the Koreans have done a really good job of、mm -hmm. monetizing or coming up with ways to make money off、uh, online stories like、mm -hmm. online novels and、mm -hmm. comic books. Because what they do is the site they have sites like Naver, where on Naver what happens is you you buy credits like you can read stuff for free,、mm -hmm. but、uh, if you want. 
but the things you're reading are behind, by, by which I mean you're reading it two or three weeks after it's been released mm, for mm, free. Mm. So if you want to read the latest thing, you have to spend credits, which cost real money. Yeah. And so that's how mm. they're making their money. They're making their money from people's impatience. Yeah. People, yeah. Don't, people want to read the latest stuff and they want to read it right now. So even young people are willing to actually pay for it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. To get the latest chapters or the latest comics. And they've really made it work. In yeah. terms of uh, making money, yeah, and so I can see why they'd want to be involved in that market as opposed to I know a little bit about China's comic book market, and mm -hmm. it doesn't pay it <laughs> basically. <is> not. <laughs> I, um, China's comic market, from what little I know, mm -hmm. I, I, I'm not an expert. I hopefully, we'll have someone on eventually who is. Mm -hmm. uh, but from what I know, you have oh, uh, a certain number of stories before you they pay you, mm -hmm. and there's a huge problem with piracy. Mm -hmm. uh, in China, of course. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And the best you can hope for is that you'll make money from merchandise, like um, maybe uh, yeah. selling it for a game or T-shirts or other things like that. The comic yeah. itself is not likely to make you any money. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And the publisher of that website will try to take the copyright from you so they can make the money that actually from... So you won't even get the merchandising money or you'll <laughs> get very little from it. I see, I see. Where at least the Korean uh, publishers are actually sharing the profit, or at least some of it, with the actual creators. I see, uh, I see. Is, so that's why their market is actually, uh, I would argue, doing better than the Chinese market that way anyway, at least for comic books anyway. But I don't know, like, uh, how to say, uh, I mentioned in my article this uh, guy called uh, Tai Zhizhong. Uh, mm -hmm. He's a, uh, he, uh, he, he made his name by uh, adapting on uh, uh, Chinese philosophy. Yes, mm. I've yeah. got four of his books. Ah, oh, you I do? Actually bought, yeah, I bought them. Uh, they released them in English back in the 1990s. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, I've got, uh, they're each something called, uh, for example, uh, Lao Tzu Speaks. Uh -huh. um, what was it? Zhang Something Speaks. There are, there are five of them. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. Um, Sun Tzu Speaks. Um, uh -huh. Sun Tzu, for our English listeners, uh -huh. Speaks. And um, so that was, so they released them, and they're beautiful. That was my first exposure to Taiwanese comics was uh, was Chung's work. And uh, if you mm -hmm. get the chance, they're they're a beautiful example of taking these Chinese philosophical concepts and making yeah. it easily accessible through comic form. Oh, do you know he has an app right now? No, huh. I don't. Okay. So you can just how to say. Uh, because because he's made so many comics, and like his uh, comics have mm -hmm. been already been translated into like uh, 20 something languages so you could just right. uh uh download his app and then mm -hmm. just uh buy his books like uh, very cheap just on the app and you have wow. your own I library own library <laughs> wow i will put that in the show notes so you can go check that out because if you're into chinese philosophy mm -hmm. and you want to experience it i highly highly recommend that yeah. uh, you check it out Chinese um, Buddhism. Hmm. Any, any, basically Asian philosophy in general, not just mm -hmm. Chinese. He explored. There's one on Zen Buddhism, as you mm -hmm. said. There's mm -hmm. uh, many different th Chinese thinkers and uh, Asian thinkers. He's done comic book versions of their works, and yeah. they're very accessible and beautiful to look at too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, you said in your article that he actually delivered a speech at uh, Ishi, which was like yeah. the. I assume that that's, that speech, though, is in Chinese, right? Yeah. Uh, Ishi is kind of like equivalent of a TED Talk in China. 
Okay. Uh, he's uh, how do you say? He's kind of regarded as I don't know, maybe a saint or something in China. Like、mm. uh, he's been on interview. Uh, he's been on uh, shows where they kind of, the show is called like the Awakened, like、mm-hmm. they 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 interview enlightened people, and so and these enlightened people talk about their lives. <laughs> oh, and、uh, he also oh right and like、uh, he also wrote a book on、uh, physics, and he、mm-hmm. claims that he kind of debunks Einstein. <laughs> oh, I don't know.、Okay. I don't know though. But like, uh, uh, he's uh, he's a very mysterious person. Now, did um, uh, Tsai? Did he actually um do his own comics as well? Did he have his own uh characters and his own work that he did, or has it mostly been uh adapting other people's work to comic books? Yeah, I think he had he he did uh make uh. Some comics of his own, like when he was young. But the、mm-hmm. the ones that really sold was、uh, the ones that adapted、uh, texts that、um, other people think、uh, is、uh, too hard to read or whatever.、Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. And like、okay. introduction, introduction to a lot of、uh, difficult texts. Right.、Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Now, who are some other artists that、um, that should be highlighted? So, who are some of the major Taiwanese comic book artists that people should be looking into or you, learning about right now, or like in the past.、Uh, okay, well, let's do the past first. So, in the <laughs> past, who were the who were the major influencers? Who were the major ones that affected the industry? Well, I don't know. I feel like、uh, there is like a double standard. Like there were there were the ones that were popular then, and and there、mm-hmm. were also the ones that. You feel like、um, how to say it's not too embarrassing to show off right now. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> so, for example, if you're into uh, um, art, you、mm-hmm. should check out Chen Wen. <laughs> okay, Chen Wen. Okay. Yeah, because、um, uh, his style is、uh, how to say、uh, kind of like adapting a Chinese inkwash style, but also use having a very experimental spin on it. So he would like burn the paper, or he would like use soap, or he would use uh dirty, very dirty uh ink brushes to create、mm-hmm. kind of a surreal effect. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and like uh he he published a lot, like he published in Japan, and uh he won a very big award in Japan, which、mm-hmm. it was usually only reserved for uh. A local artist, a Japanese artist, but he won it anyway. And someone,、uh, someone even like、uh, criticized him in the Japanese papers, saying that all these foreigners shouldn't win this award. And uh, uh, there was also like、uh, a game, like he 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 made a game on、uh, 三国志 like a th- three. Three kingdoms, yeah, yeah three romance king- of the three kingdoms. <clears throat> yeah, 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 and like、uh, the the title of the game was Zheng、uh, Wen's uh, three、uh, three kingdoms. Three kingdoms. It's very rare that you you use the illustrator's name to try to sell the game. Right.、Wow. Yeah, and、uh, well, also there's this guy called Zhu Deyong, 
uh, he's like the one of the billionaires in China right now. Like uh, oh. he he earns a lot of money. Uh, I don't. I personally don't really like his comics, though. But he's popular anyway. He 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 came from the、um, newspaper era, so a lot of his comics、uh, are kind of like four four panel comics, and、uh, mm-hmm. they kind of、uh, poke fun on、uh, marriage life,、uh, urban superficiality, or whatever. I feel like it's kind of a misogynistic, but it's very popular in China, and、uh, there were some movies、uh, adapted. So,、uh, okay. I mean, if you're interested in what the Chinese like, <laughs> right? There we go. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And so, as you mentioned past versus present. So, who is the mo- who are the most popular right now? Then, well, I don't think you can say popular, but. Because like, or influential, or how to say my personal what I think is、uh, gems. <laughs> my personal gems is、uh, I really like Chen Jian.、Uh, okay. He、um, his mother was a art teacher, I think. So his style is also kind of like in the wood carving style.、Mm. Like、uh, that's quite how to say. It, it's kind. Of, it looks very different from a Japanese manga, right? But, anyways, and、uh, mm-hmm. it talks about it. It also how to say because uh, in uh, in uh, in the past, I feel like uh, because uh, uh, comic books, uh, you oftentimes it's about mastery,、mm-hmm. like、uh, a little boy he wants to master. Something and so and he draws upon something, and uh, um, uh, and becomes this a、uh, very how to say whole identity, right? But uh, um, so for example, uh, Zheng Wen, um,、mm-hmm. his stuff is very aesthetic. But where does this aesthetic come from? It's from uh this uh very glamorous uh, Chinese uh. Uh, tradition like five thousand years of、uh, Chinese history and like oh so beautiful so glamorous so grand right something、mm-hmm. like that creates a, a kind of a, how to say a sense of pride in you、mm-hmm. and it's not just、uh, it's not just、uh, China but Japan Japanese manga too like the ninja manga whatever manga also draws on some kind of、uh, tradition that makes you really proud and.、Uh, But like、uh, in Chen Jian's、uh, *Son of the Sea*, it、mm-hmm. it kind of、uh, how to say there's there's no opportunity for、uh, this kind of a、uh, pride.、Um, mm-hmm. So like、uh, the the fishing because it starts from a fisherman, and this、right. fishing skill is、uh, kind of、uh, they learn it from the Japanese, and it, it's、mm-hmm. kind of dying, and.、Right. Uh, They found a little boy in the middle of the sea, and、uh, mm-hmm. this little boy because、uh, he had a name plaque on his ankle, and that name plaque is、uh, Heizo, which is a, a kind of like a Japanese name. And so、right. uh, they say, okay, so your name is Heizo, but like at that time in, in Taiwan, that was just after the Japanese left, so there was kind of like a anti-Japanese,、uh, anti-colonial sentiment. So this、mm-hmm. uh, Japanese kid, he feels very 
uh, not at ease in Taiwan. But then right. he likes uh, he likes comic manga, so he goes to uh, Japan to uh, try to develop his uh, career, and uh, and yet uh, because he's regarded as a Taiwanese in Japan, so it's also not easy for him. And so like there's no chance for this kind of uh, unified identity, and. Uh, Uh, I feel how to say that kind of uh, an ease uh, uh, resonates with uh, uh, me, or maybe mm. as a Taiwanese more. Yeah,、mm. and so that's naive, I think. Right. Well,、mm. history is complicated, and identity is complicated too. And I think that、yeah. uh, the Son of the Sea, it sounds like, represents that. Yeah. And,、uh, but I mean, like.、Uh, Son of the Sea is one, but like there's also this、uh, another comic that I just read last night, <laughs> and、okay. I and I think、uh, it's pretty good. <laughs> it's called the、uh, um, uh, Patao, which is a、uh, uh, Beitou.、Uh, in in Taiwan, in the north of Taiwan, there is this uh, uh, place called Beitou, and that's where the hot springs are. Mm-hmm. And like, there's a lot of、uh, sulfur, a lot of smoke, and、uh, Beitou. It、uh, the the name Beitou is actually、uh, an ab- arib- Aboriginal name, and、uh, that name means witch, because、uh, people thought that、uh, why is there so much smoke, so much sulfur? There must be witches here, and、okay. uh, yeah. So it's it kind of plays on that uh, uh, legend and say that oh there. There are actually witches uh, uh, living in Taiwan, and like the,、oh, okay. <laughs> and then there are also、cool. it is,、oh. <laughs> <laughs> and like、uh, there is、uh, the enemies of these witches are.、Um, it's also、uh, drawn from uh, history. Uh, the en- the witch hunters are、uh, pa padai, which is、uh, in in Chinese we call it bai tuan, which is like a. A secret uh, military uh, consultant group in uh, uh, who are Japanese and they、mm-hmm. they kind of aid the KMT to fight the communists, right?、Mm-hmm. Yeah, and so the descendants of the Padai are witch hunters,、mm-hmm. and、uh, and it plays on like、uh, these these people who are who had who who had some kind of mission back in the day, but. Uh, mm-hmm. They're just、uh, doing their job right now, but they kind of like、uh, lost the sense. Like,、oh, why are we hunting witches? Why do we want to do this? They kind of、uh, forget、mm-hmm. and feel kind、yeah. of lost. And these witches are—you、uh, think that they'd be shrewd, but they're actually not. They're quite how to say, also kind of out of it, and、mm-hmm. and like、uh, they don't really pay attention. They get killed e- easily. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> Huh. And, is,、uh, is this comic very serious, or is it? What's the tone of this book then? The tone of this book is,、uh, I would say,、uh, maybe a little、uh, shoujo manga style. Oh, okay.、Huh. But I mean, like,、uh, um, because the author, he, he, uh, he, uh, he, I think he he read、uh, DC comics growing up. So、mm. the style is also like not that Japanese. Oh okay. Yeah,、mm. but I mean it's fun because like the 
the witches they have their own powers. Like there's a witch of、uh, tragedy, and her power her power comes from uh, uh, like uh, if someone wronged her, and then she would、uh, stare at that person, and, like she would、uh, take an antihistamine, and like、mm-hmm. the 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 person being cursed will have allergic reactions, and、uh, also like another there's this an Another witch who's a witch of animals, and you think、mm-hmm. like, oh, she's like some kind of a natural goddess, a goddess of nature who、uh, calls animals. But actually, she's a, a kind of an illustrator、uh, working in Tai Taipei, and、mm-hmm. uh, her 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 source of power is her poverty. So like.、Okay. Uh, Uh, she would have a lot of she would summon a lot of animals and then she would draw these animals and then send them send them to her clients, and she would get paid very little. But like,、uh, if she starts er- earning real money, then her、um, uh, power will disappear. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So like, yeah,、huh. I, I shouldn't、uh, reveal too much, but I don't、okay. know. <laughs> well, no, that's. That, well, that's enough to get readers interested. Okay, I'll see if I can、yeah. find and put a link to that in the show notes. Okay, that that does sound kind of interesting. I'd like to、yeah. see that. There might be Actually, a could... movie coming out. <laughs> okay,、oh. could you send me a link to that? Yeah, can、no、you send、problem. me some link to where I could find a sample of it online? Or is、no、it do, were you reading it online or as a book? Actually, you can read it for free on Comic Con. It's like all、oh. color and everything free. <laughs> Huh. Oh, okay.、Uh, Comic Co. I'm. Is that a Taiwanese site? No, it's a Korean platform. Okay.、Mm-hmm. All right. So, yeah. If you can send me the link to that, okay.、Mm. Um. I. I'd be curious to see it and share it with other people. But this. This is by a Taiwanese artist. Interesting.、Oh, and、okay. he's like also very young. He's、mm-hmm. like only twenty six. Right. Hmm. Yeah. And in the comic, you can see a lot of how to say Taiwan scenery, which is、uh, right something you don't really see in. You know, comics coming from other countries. Well,、yeah. well, you would see their local scenery. You wouldn't see much Taiwanese <laughs> scenery, and I mean, I wouldn't expect a Canadian artist to show a lot of Taiwan. True,、um, true, true. Um, I wish they did, though. I mean, Taiwan is a beautiful country.、Um, <laughs> anyone who has not anyone who has not been there should go check Taiwan out. It's beautiful, green, mountainous. I mean,、mm-hmm. not all of it's beautiful. I mean, the、mm-hmm. cities are not always beautiful. No, but,、uh, no. But the people generally are.、Uh, I mean, in, as in you know, as in friendly and warm, and、uh, ah, I, lo- I love Taiwan so much. Anyway,、um, so speaking of、uh, Taiwanese characters, so is there a typical Taiwanese like hero? Like, is there is there a typical Taiwanese lead character that that、uh, tends to pop up in Taiwanese stories? No, but I mean the powers that they conjure are uh, usually uh, the the. the... Taiwanese artists will want to、uh, how to say tie in with the local culture as much as、mm-hmm. possible. Ah,、uh, okay. So, for example, in、uh, Patao, like there's a scene in which the the witches uh um uh summon their how to say their their familiars. Their, yeah, their、like、familiars. The animals go with them.、Mm-hmm. Yeah, and like they made the the decorations on in the Taoist temples come alive. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and fight off the patai. Yeah, so I like I mean, I use see some、uh, local colors, but uh, the、mm-hmm. I don't think there's a、uh, how to say there's a general hero that yeah with a certain characteristic. I don't think so. 
Okay. Hmm. Well, how about genres? Is there any particular genre that like Taiwanese uh, love to read about, or that Taiwanese comic artists usually work in? Uh, actually, I think the genre is uh, very tied in with the Japanese manga uh, tradition. Mm-hmm. So, like the genres that you would see in Japanese manga, you'd see in Taiwan. But uh, I think uh, there's, I mean, there's this uh, intention, or well, someone is trying to make waves. Uh, on uh, documentary comics, uh, right. especially this uh, public publishing press called uh, Slow Work, uh, they are trying they are trying very hard to uh, uh, how to say connect Taiwan with uh, Southeast Asia, Asia in general. Right. So um, uh, they have this uh, magazine called Monsoon. And uh, they commission uh, Taiwanese artists and uh, Southeast Asian artists or artists from uh, Hong Kong, Macau, uh, to kind of like uh, write 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 comics that are how to say um, derived from reality, the reality mm-hmm. that they live in. So right. there's this uh, architect who's also a comic artist, and he would. Uh, Draw about the architecture in uh, Macau, or mm-hmm. there's this uh, musician in Taiwan who's also a comic artist, and he would uh, draw about the music scene in uh, Taipei. Ah, okay. Oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, trying to how to say promote Asian culture. Well, mm-hmm. not necessary. It's kind of like um, uh, because a uh, comic as a, a medium is actually very versatile and. Uh, mm-hmm. Because there's image and there's words, and so uh, to bring um, other parts of Asia, how to say, closer to each other, to let us know what mm. each other are doing. Right. Okay. Mm. Don, did you have anything you want to ask? Um. Yeah. The one thing I kind of always wonder about about comics is oh. how does society in general perceive them? Are they considered like something for everybody, or just for kids, or? for juvenile delinquents, or how does that work? Well, in Taiwan, um, comic kind of started as a, a material for kids, and usually uh, 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 the parents the parents will scold the kids if uh, they are reading comics, because then they're not <laughs> studying. And uh, kids who aspire to become uh, comic artists are also... Um, uh, uh, discouraged uh, because mm. uh, it doesn't make a lot of money. The parents mm. rather you be a, a doctor. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, of course. And so, like in yeah, in in Taiwan, the general general perception on uh, comics is uh, still very stigmatized. Mm. But uh, the government is trying to. Uh, has has saw the potential in comics and because with comics you can also adapt them into uh, uh, drama you can adapt them into uh, movies and you can make a lot of uh, profit out of it and you can also how to say influence uh, other other countries and get them to Mm -hmm. know you yeah like how Japan did so uh, uh, I think the government is uh, catching up, uh, but uh, still, um, there is still much to be done. I think. 
Right. Well, how is the government encouraging comics culture in Taiwan? Well, aside from like, there's a Golden Comics Award uh, in Taiwan, uh, which is uh, how to say, and like the 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 winners uh, will get uh, a lot of uh, offerings, and uh, also um, there's this project which is uh, uh, quite interesting called the uh, Creative uh, called CCC. Let me see what it stands for. Basically. Uh, creative Comic Collection, which is uh, a collaboration um, with the historical digital archives in Taiwan. Like you would have a uh, museum archives, and there'll be uh, old photographs and um, uh, old documents, and uh, they'll get someone to uh, uh, use these materials and um, turn them into stories, and get um, and they will have pictures. And uh, so the uh, artists can uh, refer to these uh, photographs and um, make a make a comic. So like there's this uh, magazine called uh, Creative Comic Collection, and um, each volume is uh, maybe focused on a different aspect of uh, Taiwanese culture. Like there'll be uh, like an Aboriginal uh, culture. Mm -hmm. There'd be a uh, uh, Minan. There'd be a uh, uh, social issues, um, mm -hmm. social protests, uh, and uh, they're quite hard to say. It was a well-received project, and it kind of uh, stopped after a couple of years, but it's uh, restarting again. Mm -hmm. And uh, uh, I think uh, I don't know. Like in the past, it was Gaia who was uh, responsible of the project, but I don't know who is responsible right now. But uh, a lot of uh, how to say, uh, a lot of these uh, comic artists who uh, appeared on um, this magazine, uh, some of them continue to de develop the story. So um, there's also there's also this uh, very it's also very popular uh, comic right now called the uh, Historical Fantasy Scrolls of a Northern Northern City by mm -hmm. uh, Akru. And uh, it's about uh, Taipei in the 1930s, mm -hmm. uh, because then was still a Japanese colonial era, but like Taiwan was quite an open place and um, very different from right now. And uh, it's a story about a um, a tea shop, uh, and they're also how to say, it was also guarded by uh, some magical creatures. And like uh, there, there'll be chances uh, to uh, present to the reader the old Taipei scenes from right. the old Taipei. No. Hmm. So, how has um, Taiwanese comic culture influenced Taiwanese culture in general? We've talked a lot about how hmm. um, Taiwanese comics have been influenced by Taiwan's culture, but how have the how have comics influenced Taiwan's actual culture? Hmm. I think it's still it's all still in the making because uh, mm, it's only very recently that uh, this uh, like Patel and this uh, Akru's uh, comic uh, uh, how to say uh, became uh, popular because right. it, because uh, yeah so uh, and like these these works like Akru's uh, comic is also going to be 
adapted into like a, a TV series or something. So mm-hmm. mm, I think it's still all in the making because I think the downside of uh, Taiwan comics in Taiwan is that uh, usually you really have to actually want to look. <laughs> Um, hmm. you want to look uh, before you find something like you don't it's not like a Dragon Ball in which uh, you, you knew nothing about it and then just uh, comes into your periphery and then hmm. and then you recognize it it's something that you really have to look for and it's because uh, the uh, how to say there's not enough uh, publicity but wow. I mean the people who do they have a a really good appreciation for it. Hmm. Yeah. Wow. Actually, this sounds a lot like the Canadian comic book industry. Ah, does it? We, <laughs> we have a Canadian comic book industry. Exactly. Yeah. That's that... um, because we're the little brother of the United States. Of course. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, any Canadian comic book artist or mm-hmm. comic book, they all just go to the United States. <laughs> so. We basically, we do have a very, very tiny Canadian comic book industry, but mm-hmm. it's been completely overshadowed by the United States. Yeah, that, Because see. that's where the money is. And yeah. So, so, so as an end result, Canadians do do comics, but not very mm-hmm. often. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You, yeah. Like, uh, if you ask, are you like a Taiwanese uh, everyday person, like, they will also say, huh? We have a, a mm-hmm. Taiwanese comic scene? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. But you mentioned back, I think at the top of the show, you mentioned that there was there was a festival or convention or something about to celebrate Taiwanese comics that you were originally supposed to look into? Yeah, yeah. Uh, that was uh, held by the um, uh, uh, comic artist uh, Labor Union, I think. But... Huh. Uh, the the festival was kind of a, it was not it was not how to say it wasn't not that well organized, and right. it was also criticized for being uh, kind of a overlooking the newer generation because actually there's a quite a wide generation gap between the comic artists in the eighties and the comic artists right now, and because mm-hmm. like the labor union they're headed by comic artists from the eighties. So uh, uh, people will say it's not that a good representation of the comic scene in general. Right. Yeah. I see. So, okay, so why, why do you think there's such a generation gap between the two? Is it just cultural, where the one group grew up under the KMT and the other group grew up under the democratic rule? Is that it? Mm, uh, not necessarily. For example, like, the the comic artists from the eighties they might still gripe about um, how people don't buy comics or only read Japanese comics or 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 um, or that the government doesn't really uh, or that there are no new comic artists or that the government doesn't care about it but like the newer newer generation uh, a lot of them are maybe publishing on uh, digital formats, uh, formats in which uh, mm, the current, uh, uh, the, the, the older generation doesn't really uh, know about or are not that familiar with. And so also because like, as I said, in Taiwan, you really have to look. And it's not just something that comes up. So um, maybe, how to say, 
there's still some research required for the artists that you know, the older artists or the labor right. unions. Yeah. Right. Right. Now, are most of the newer artists are they part of the labor union or are they just staying away from it and completely independent? Um I'm not I'm I don't I'm not that familiar. They don't they didn't okay. they didn't they didn't give us the list. <laughs> I don't know they who's didn't in give it. Me a list. Sure. Okay. No, sorry. But I mean okay. like no, the no head problem. the head the head is uh you the the people who speak to the press they're all right. um from the 80s. Mm. Mm. Okay, I yeah. can see that. So if yeah. someone was traveling to Taiwan, let's say they were going mm. to Taipei and they wanted to try to find Taiwanese mm. comic books, mm-hmm. where would they look? Uh, like, where would be the mm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh I'm not sure about the rental shops. I mean there are still a lot of rental shops, but uh at least you'll be drowned in a sea of uh, Japanese manga before you find something mm-hmm. Taiwanese. But mm-hmm. there's uh, this shop called the uh, Manga Sick. Uh, it's in um, uh, it's near the Thai Power Building, uh, mm-hmm. <clears throat> near uh, Taiwan University, Taiwan National University. Uh, yes. It's a very cute little shop, and uh, it sells uh, zines and uh, co- locally produced comics. Uh, also, mm-hmm. like there's also like a selection of uh, Japanese comics which they they think it's classic, and mm-hmm. uh, you can like uh, pay a hundred NT and uh, read everything in the shop. Hmm. Oh, yeah. Okay, so it's it is a sit and read shop if you want. So they have coffee and things as well. Yeah, you can buy or you can like uh, pay a hundred and read. I think it's a quite a nice business model concerning that people rarely buy books right now. Yeah, okay. well, I hope they succeed. Have they yeah. been around a long time, or are they fairly new? Uh, I think they, well, uh, I think they've uh, been around maybe a year or two. Ah, uh, okay. Wow. Yeah, yeah. Okay, mm-hmm. that's probably why I don't know them because I actually used to live in that area. I lived in uh, Gangwon. Oh, Gangwon, yeah. I lived there for almost two years. Oh, um, so when I was living in Taiwan, so mm-hmm. so I so I know Thai Power Building. I know where you're talking about, but I don't mm-hmm. remember that place. Hmm. Interesting. Mm. Yeah. Okay, so that's good. So if anyone wants to go and check, go. If everyone is traveling to Taipei, and everyone should. Um, mm-hmm. And you want to go check uh, check them out. Uh, that's mm-hmm. not a bad place to go. Mm-hmm. Actually, is. Is there, I guess that makes sense because next to the university, there's going to be a lot of students and students mm-hmm. are exactly the target audience for this kind of material for comic books, really. Uh, yeah. Student, oh. Comics appeal yeah. to students. So that makes sense. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, Don, was there any other questions you had? Um, no, actually, I've been listening in. There's a few of these comics I really want to read now. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay, Awesome. So actually, hey, Ling, so mm-hmm. what, okay, so why don't you tell us a little bit about your own project? So what is it that um, you do as uh, creator? Uh, creator. Well, right now I'm, right now I'm working on a compilation for uh, an Australian compilation, I think. There's this uh, thing called an image to audio converter, and uh, so you just, uh, <clears throat> you put a, put an image in and they'll, um, how to say, uh, convert the image into audio. And then okay. uh, we we make uh, music from the samples that came from the image. 
But I've never heard of this before. This that, that <laughs> sounds incredible. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> I've still yet to finish it, but that's what I'm supposed to be working on right now. And、uh, <laughs> I also have this、uh, zine called、um, I'm at least I'm compiling this zine called、um, I Had a Dream Last Night, and、okay. uh, it's uh, this 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 sentence、uh, is borrowed from、um, uh, There's this.、Uh, Internet forum called PTT in Taiwan, which is kind of like the equivalent of Reddit,、uh, okay. and like there's this board called、uh, Gossiping, and that's a place where、um, uh, sometimes you would start the、uh, you would start your post with "I had a dream last night" because if you're going to、uh, say some、uh, say say say、uh, for example a Some politician has some uh, dirty uh, business under the side,、um, but you don't、okay. want to get sued, <laughs> so you would start、uh-huh. the、uh, post with that. And、uh, I want to have my zine、uh, focus on the Taiwanese、uh, um, rave scene or electronic music scene, and、uh, so、um, I will have uh, Taiwanese uh, and uh, also expats in Taiwan. Uh, mm-hmm. To write about to write about interesting stories that are related to um, uh, these uh, parties in Taiwan.、Hmm. Ah, inter- How big is the electronic dance and music scene in Taiwan? I think、uh, probably bigger than the Taiwanese comic scene. <laughs> <laughs> I hope so. I hope so. Okay. Yeah,、uh, yeah, yeah. Like,、uh, yeah, techno techno is really big in Taiwan. Uh, I kind of want to bring a speed core, speed core into Taiwan because I feel like、uh, there's just too much techno. It's kind of boring,、uh, okay. and there's also like a very loyal side trance scene. And yeah, so because Taiwan has a lot of、uh, mountains and whatnot that are actually quite、um, quite accessible and not so far from the cities. So right. I think、yeah. these kind of scenes、uh, um, can thrive.、Mm, mm, so mm, is that、yeah. where people, where you set up a kind of party up on the mountains, or up, up in、uh, just a one-time one w- event, basically for people to come up and and、uh, appreciate? Is that what that is? You mean、uh, for side trends? Yes. Yeah.、Mm, yeah. So like,、uh, there's this.、Uh, um, There's this、uh, place called um, uh, it's like a botanic garden, but、uh, mm-hmm. at the along Taoyuan, and、uh, mm-hmm. that's that's kind of a quite a quite、uh, a place where people often have、uh, side trance parties. Mm, right. Mm, mm. And okay,、uh, interesting. Yeah, last year or、mm-hmm. last year, I threw a free techno party、um, in Shuling. Uh, mm-hmm. It was in an old factory,、oh. and uh, uh, we kind of squatted there. So later there was police, but、um, okay. <laughs> we we managed to、uh, procrastinate until the end. Yeah, that was fun. <laughs> I I bet it was. Is it hard to organize one of these things? Um,、uh, depends. Like if you're having an event in a club, then um, uh. If you're having an event in a club, then、uh, it's going to be easier because、uh, mm-hmm. 
there'll be people sorting out, you know, tickets and whatnot for you. <clears throat> but you also have to pay a venue fee. Uh, but if you if you throw a party uh, at a squad, then you won't you won't you can have how um, to say you can have a free party and uh, kind of uh, profit from the drinks that you sell. Um, right. But then you'll have to have people to man the bar and people to watch out for the police. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So, and also you have to be responsible for uh, the safety. So, right. Uh, it all depends, I guess. Yeah. Uh, and oh, and also uh, I'm going to uh, translate uh, mm -hmm. the zine. So, mm -hmm. like uh, the locals, uh, Taiwanese Taiwanese story. Oh, most of them will be written in Mandarin Chinese, and the foreign expats' uh, experience will be written in English. And I'm going to uh, translate them uh, into um, uh, the opposite language. So it's going to right. be a bilingual zine. Mm. Awesome. Okay, yeah. that's good. So that both, so each side can come to understand the other. <clears throat> yeah, 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 yeah. Something like that. Yeah. So, have you been involved at all with like translating uh, mm -hmm. Taiwanese books into English? Uh, I try to. Um, how to say? Uh, I try to. Uh, I did throw a pro project, um, mm -hmm. but uh, I didn't get it. <laughs> ah. ah okay. Speaking okay. of which, uh, there's this. Uh, uh, there's this program in uh, Taiwan called uh, Books from Taiwan. Uh, mm -hmm. there's also a comic translation, and so like uh, uh, mm -hmm. there there there's a lot of uh, excerpts of uh, Taiwanese comics that are already translated into English on the website. Uh, so if uh, any of you are interested, you can check it out. It's all for free. Okay. Mm -hmm. I will hmm. put that in the show notes. That's uh, I'll put a link to in the show notes. That's an excellent uh, mm -hmm. resource. Mm -hmm. For people wow. to check out. No, I asked because right now um, mm -hmm. we did an interview, uh, which mm -hmm. will actually be going up later this week, in fact, with uh, uh, an American living in China. And yeah. uh, he, uh, right now, there's a huge uh, mm. boom going on right now of books being, of uh, fantasy novels and ah, uh, yeah. online novels being translated from, from Chinese to English. Mm, mm. And uh, some of the translators are actually making a lot of money doing this right now. Are they? Are uh, they? Yeah. Oh. If you uh, find if you find a title that uh, people really appreciate, and mm. the most interesting thing is that most of the money is coming from uh, donations. Oh, really? Because, yeah, because people will actually donate because they want because what they do is they say if you want the chap new translated chapters to come faster, you mm. give donations, mm. and uh, so they can make a lot of money from donations and advertising on some sites. They, ah, they, so they make a so like these uh, novels are. Uh... Do they have copyright? Yes. Um, <laughs> do are are all the translations legal? No. Mm. Uh, so so uh, a lot of them are not legal. There a lot of them are quote unquote mm. fan translations. Um, mm. So they're usually done quick and dirty, but mm -hmm. they they're mm -hmm. still making money from um, the translations and mm -hmm. from the uh, from the donations and from mm. advertising. And uh, so that's become quite a popular thing. Um, uh, so like yeah. oh these uh, novels are uh, copyrighted so like they were they're actually published outside or 
or are they just uh, I don't know um, novels that people write on the web? They're mostly novels that are people are writing on websites in China. Is what they are. And, and like, then, uh, how, how, like, uh, do they buy these? Do I have to buy these novels, or are they already there for free? They're already there for free. Oh, uh, so I guess it doesn't matter then. Well, sort of. I mean, so, uh, uh-huh. some of them, I think you can read the first hundred chapters for free, and then uh-huh. in Chinese, you can read the first hundred uh-huh. chapters for free, and then you have to pay for it after that. Mm. Um, but and then what people are doing is anyway, they're there's also pirated versions around so they're taking mm-hmm. them and they're they're translating them to english so but anyway but there's actually a huge boom going on right now of uh translated hmm. chinese uh liter- literature we'll go with that uh, okay. translated chinese yeah. literature yeah um is oh. exploding right now um huh. I'll, I'll send you a link so uh, you can see what I'm maybe about. maybe i can get in on that <laughs> mm. I just think you've got this, you've definitely got great skills as a translator based on the writing I've seen you do, and so mm-hmm. I was thinking, oh, that might be something you'd find interesting. Hey. I'm sure there's also probably some <laughs> mm-hmm. Taiwanese uh, writers, online writers, who are mm-hmm. probably might benefit from a translator as well. Mm. Okay, I will so, definitely so. look into that. Okay. <laughs> um, anyway, I think that's probably a good place for us to end it today. Um, mm-hmm. So. Thank you very much, Julia, for coming mm. on the show and yeah. uh, letting our audience know about Taiwanese comic books mm. and the whole and their history and the whole industry and where it's going. Mm. Um, hopefully, Taiwanese comics will continue to grow and expand and become a better uh, represented form in Asia. Hopefully, mm. hopefully. <laughs> Any final thoughts, Don? No, I was just mostly listening because this this is something I know very very little about. So this interview is great because you gave a lot of good places to start and a lot of the good background that'll that'll fill in for us folks on the other side of the world that have very, very little knowledge of, of anything going down. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. no thank problem. You. I'm really happy to share. Yeah, no, no, thank you for writing that article, really. Yeah. I mean, thank that's you. literally <laughs> the only thing I've ever seen in English about Taiwanese comic books. I'll, of course, I'll link to it in the show notes. Thank for you. People to check out. And you, I think, did uh, both Taiwan and the comic, you know, the world comic culture a real uh, favor by writing that article. Yeah. Yay, definitely. thank you. <laughs> I spent two months on it. <laughs> oh, and it shows. It really thank does. You, it's a you. great scholarly article. It really thank is. You, thank so you. definitely check that out, folks. Okay. Mm. On that note, thanks for listening, everyone. Uh, tune in next time for another awesome show, and good night. Good night. Thanks for listening to the show. If you'd like to hear more or join the conversation, come visit us at ObeyTheDNA.com. You can also find us on iTunes or whatever fine podcast site forgot to lock their back door. So until next time, remember that to master the nerdly arts takes time, practice, and enough Coca-Cola to drop a rhino. See ya! See ya!